0: This is Give Me Some Truth. This podcast features appearances from Clint Walkner, Nate Condon, Jonathan Jordan, and myself, Mitch DeWitt, from Walkner-Condon Financial Advisors in Madison, Wisconsin. Give Me Some Truth is dedicated to providing an accessible and authentic view into the financial services industry, as well as current events and investment concepts that you can apply in your day-to-day life. Here are your hosts.
1: Gotta leave your money behind you Raise your hand to the sky Ask the masses of silence Look them all dead in the eye.
2: Welcome back to Give Me Some Truth. Clint and I are in the booth today and we are... For better or for worse. For better or for worse. We're taking requests like a couple DJs. Rick Dees, if you will. Uh, We got a great request from one of our clients looking for um, a topic where we kind of dug into when does it make sense to hire a financial advisor? Um, The client had 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 some conversations with uh, some of their friends, and uh, they didn't know how to answer that question of when does it make sense to hire an advisor. So we thought it was a really uh, thoughtful topic and that we would... uh, going to get into that and and discuss it this morning. So,
0: yeah, and the answer is not directly, you know, when you have a whole bunch of money either. I mean, because life events happen and I think that in our industry we do people a, a disservice in many cases when we say, okay, well we've got this big asset minimum. Um, you know, we're not throwing stones, but there might be some uh institutions in the Greater Madison area that have fairly high minimums, and they basically say go away if you don't have this amount of money. And uh, well, they don't
2: say go away as much as they say you're going to be serviced by our call center. Is basically what they say.
0: Yes, yes. So, you know, I, I think it's a great topic to go say, okay, well, well, what would it take, or in my life, or what would it take from an asset perspective to come sit down with a financial advisor? So, uh, Nate, first and foremost, what might be one event? That would necessitate one seeking out a financial advisor,
2: yeah, I think that the um the first thing that that people need to think about when hiring an advisor would be um, has my life gotten to a point where um, my assets are going uh kind of in a in a spiraling fashion, in other words, I've got money here here, 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 and over here, okay, so the first thing to think about is. If I've got money located in multiple areas, none of which are playing well with each other, none of which are coordinating with each other, I've got three different rollovers from three different jobs. When you get to that point where it starts to kind of feel like I could literally lose track of an account of money, that's a pretty good time to, uh, to, to seek out the advice of an advisor. If you have one 401k plan uh, and you've been working for three years you know, out of college, uh, and maybe you have a, a a small Roth IRA that you're starting with. I mean, that's pretty manageable for somebody on their own. If they're on their third job, they have three rollovers that that are three uh, former retirement accounts, I should say. That none of them have ever been rolled over yet. None of them have been consolidated yet. Um, that's that's the time at which you need to start thinking about uh, getting a professional in your life.
0: Yeah, and I think uh, one of the other spots in one's life would be if they had a major life change and they're bringing two financial lives together. So if somebody's going through. A marriage, uh, in one case, uh, oftentimes one of the spouses will say, "Hey, we've got to sit down and start taking this seriously and put it all together." Hopefully, both spouses are on board with that, uh, and then adding the complexities of doing a review of items that they might not have thought about before that have a huge impact on their financial lives. So, you know, for example, investments—one thing that we accomplish here in our office, but uh, we also look at disability and long-term care insurance and life insurance and, you know, a variety of different ways for one's family to protect themselves. You know, should I do an HSA? If so, how much should I fund into that? And working all those sort of little nuances together in a financial plan and a cohesive plan uh, is really important, so that's that's one area that we see a lot of people do is they have that life event such as marriage, and then on the other side we also see if somebody goes through a divorce, um, you know, for financial reasons there are many different complexities that often uh, enter into the picture, and so we have to help clients during that event as well, um, oftentimes because. One person uh, is usually running the finances, and the other person isn't, and so that that provides its own uh, level of complexity as well.
2: Yeah, if you're if you're kind of gearing up um, to to buy your first house, for example, uh, do you have to run out and hire an advisor? The you know, when you're buying your first starter home, not necessarily. Um, that, that doesn't necessarily warrant a uh, um, you know a, a full service financial advisor. Uh, it warrants that you should be working with a good mortgage loan officer. Well, I'll, I'll say that. Um, but if you're on your, uh, I'm selling my starter home, I'm buying a second home, I'm going to have two properties kind of in play at one time. Uh, I got numbers flying all over the place. I'm hearing things like bridge loans and um, bump clauses and things like that. Uh, That's a good time when you need to see a financial advisor. So again, it's not just a, I'm buying a house, but it is uh, I'm buying my second house. I'm selling my first house. Uh, equities moving around. Uh, again, when when we start to see enough numbers moving around in your life where you're starting to lose track of, um, you know, what what end what end is up, then that's a, a pretty good time to, at a minimum, just book an appointment and come in and talk to an advisor. Um, ultimately, we define a client's or a potential client's need for our service as they have something going on in their life that is kind of bigger, faster, uh harder for them to get their arms around than, uh, than than they can handle. It's not about, as Clint said in the beginning, it's not about asset size necessarily. Now, cards on the table, yes, somebody needs to have assets to work with a financial advisor. There needs to be a component in which we can be compensated for what we're doing. But at the same time, it's not a hard and fast, uh you have to have $500,000 to work with our firm. That, that in our opinion, is a kind of a silly way to do work. And the reason why is because there's a lot of people that have $500,000 that don't need a financial advisor, and there are a lot of people that have $300,000 that absolutely need a financial advisor. So that, in our opinion, is, is the wrong litmus test for do I need a financial advisor in my life.
0: I think one of the great litmus, litmus tests, man. What, no? Yes. One of the great litmus tests that you have uh, as far as whether or not you should hire a financial advisor would be If you make this financial decision, is it a potentially devastating or crippling financial decision uh, if you choose to go down a certain path? So, for example, if you were to really overextend yourself on the house, because lo and behold, banks will give you way more money than you think. In order to, to buy your own house so you go i want to buy this house and you end up with this massive jumbo loan and you don't understand the ramifications of doing that at the expense of saving over a course of a long period of time um, or in case of, of a job loss you know do you have adequate emergency funds do you have adequate protection in case of a lawsuit do you have yourself protected in that in case somebody falls on the on your sidewalk, uh, in the ice in front of your house, all those little things. I mean, you need to speak with a financial advisor if any of those things are are in part of your life. And, uh, you know, and you may want to set up a long-term relationship, uh, with them. You know, if you, if you feel that that ongoing advice is valuable And, and for most people, that's how we have chosen to do our business. Uh, we've chosen to do it over a long period of time.
2: Yeah, really. The at the end of the day, um, there's a lot of uh, advisors that that hang their hat on um, investment performance solely. Um, you know, picking investments, picking stocks, being that kind of advisor. For us, uh, while that's important, and we're never going to undersell the importance of making sure that you have the correct um, portfolio for your risk tolerance and and um, uh, the stage of, of life that you're at. For us, the bigger um, areas for for catastrophe in your life is, as Clint alluded to, making bad decisions um, that you have control over that put you in a position where, boy, one uh, kind of different decision made 10 years ago on that one thing that we decided to do could have made a whole host of difference in our lives. Uh, that That's really where the advisor comes in, in our opinion uh everything that we do is tried to center is tried to to kind of put that financial plan uh you know forward as the as the main driver of of what we do um how much you save is a as a part of it what you get for a rate of return is a part of it uh the decisions you make as a part of it taxation is a part of it these are all parts of it but if your plan and that's why the the understanding one having a financial advisor is, is so critically important the, the minute at which you need a full-fledged financial plan in your life uh, is, is really the litmus test for us in terms of how we can ultimately help somebody. And yes, this person definitely needs our help. If they don't have enough going on in their life where they justify at least kind of the basic financial plan, then that's not the right time. They should wait. They should um, get a little bit more mature in life and then come back and see us at that point. So uh, it kind of goes back to that organization thing we were talking about. You know, if you, can, if you can fit your financial life on three lines on a piece of paper, you probably don't need an advisor. Uh, if it takes a half a sheet of paper and you've got arrows and asterisks going all over the place, you you need a financial advisor at that point.
0: And it's not enough to need need a financial advisor; it's also uh, finding the right fit and finding the advisor team that you work well with yourself. So that's why you know you have to do some research. Uh, we do recommend that people, even if they're looking at us, hey, go interview somebody else. You know, it's totally fine. It's a big, important decision that you're going to make. In um, a decision that has uh, ramifications in your financial life, so go see two or three different advisors, sit down with them, see their culture, see how they're going to handle with you, talk about their service model, uh, you know, identify whether or not they mix with you and whether you mix with them and you know it should be a two way street. We do not take on every client here, um, and that reason is that first of all, we don't have to because we built our business to that point, and we 're not saying that with any form of arrogance we 're saying that. By, by just saying everyone is not a fit for Walkner Condon and Walkner Condon is not a fit for everyone. And so that's why you should go out and identify, okay, well, who are the three or four different financial advisors that I think would be a good fit for my situation? Uh, maybe it's a communication style. Maybe it's a complexity style. I mean, there are people that uh, are just niche providers here that do a great job. Um, we have some in town. You know, if you're just a specific um sort of person there's one that does works with expats you know hey if you're if you're a former military guy and you're traveling all over the place and you know you need that sort of uh specialized financial service there's a firm in town that does that you know so if you had a specific niche that you're looking at trying to fulfill you know, do some research on that as well so um, we're not the only game in town uh, we think that we hire we uh, do a great job with our clients that are good fits and uh, good long-term fits and so that's that's the name of the game right there when you want to hire an advisor to get one that is the right fit for you
2: yeah that's a that's a really good really really good point um if you are sitting in front of an advisor and you're getting the feel that this advisor or this advisory firm takes on every single prospective client that sits in front of them that's a warning sign okay that 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 should that should uh, have kind of bells going off in your head of saying wow if i get the feeling that this person or this firm is literally interested in bringing on every single client regardless of their set of criteria that should be something you should be concerned about because just as every doctor does not take on every patient Um, you know, the the eye doctors do not take on people that need hearing aids. Okay. That doesn't make any sense for them. And so that's, it's, you know, I mean, if you're dealing with an advisor that literally takes any client off the, off the street, that is not the advisor you want to work with. And second of all, if you're, if you have got a, a feeling of doubt in your mind, if you're sitting across from, from this person and they're making you feel uncomfortable, they're making you feel uneasy, they're making you feel like you have doubt. You know be really, really careful. One of my favorite sayings is, you know, w- when there's doubt, there is no doubt, right? So the the intuition that we have to kind of sniff out something that does not make sense for us or something that we should be concerned about is is, is real. And if you get that feeling in, in, in your stomach that, wow, this person just I don't know, their motivation seems a little off, their their style seems a little off. they seem a little aggressive. Uh, do not, do not, do not proceed with that person. As Clint said, there's there's a lot of games in town. You do not have to work with somebody that makes you feel, um, you know, the, the way that you don't want to feel. So if you don't feel like you're getting somebody that understands you and and that it's a two way street, you have to look for a different advisor. Do not sign paperwork. Do not, uh, uh, you know, uh, pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Do not go with that person. Uh, there's there's other solutions for you uh, in the Greater Madison and Greater Dane County area.
0: That's right. I'm sure a lot of those guys would be happy to sell you whole life insurance too. Um, you a little know. Side note there. A Little I mean, side just note. A, just a FYI. See, it's just kind of like, it's like Nate Conant. Normal Nate Conan is great. Uh, Nate Conan with a mustache. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uncomfortable.
2: Uncomfortable. That picture exists too. A few years ago, Clint and I decided to do the Movember challenge, and because of the 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 um sizable amount of negative um
0: response that we
2: got i don't think that's ever coming back May um, not. It, it I, I don't a,
0: like, by the way cuz i grew a beard and it's just itchy i don't know how so many people mean i don't it the beard days.
2: people i don't understand you know this is a call out to our, our Colorado Rockies fan, Charlie Blackman, who has a beard that literally looks like it's down in the middle of his stomach. I, I don't know. How
0: do you do that? I was I watching I American Ninja Warrior, too. Same thing. They had guys with huge beards. I'm like, how do you train with that beard?
2: Right. You would think it would get in the
0: way of something. But then some guys also have long hair. Have you, have you ever had long hair?
2: Uh, no. No, I've never had long hair. I, had, I, I uh, did the whole buzz cut thing for a while Ooh. when I was in, when I was in uh, middle school.
0: I did the whole like, I, you know how you what was it nineteen? Hmm, I'm trying to think about late eighties, early nineties. You know where where you get you you grew it out a little bit. It was oh, like yeah. the mullet. You grew it yeah. out a little bit, but a little baggage. And I bag. never had I never had like long long. Yeah. It kind of started to curl like under, like the hockey it. It was, hair. Yeah, yeah, it was it was yeah. total hockey yeah. hair. It was a mullet. If Kevin good. is
2: listening right now, Kevin is shaking his head like, oh my god, they've gone off topic okay. again. So with yeah. no supervision in the office, this is what happened. So. We, uh, we, we will uh, get back to the topic at hand. Um, we are open to meeting, uh, having phone conversations and, and, and meeting with people that uh, are not sure, am I the right fit? Is this the right thing for me to do at this time? Hire an advisor. Um, we are happy to be a sounding board for uh, our existing clients, friends, and family members if they want to come in and see if they're the right fit for us. Uh, we will we will guarantee you a couple things because you can't say guarantee in this office and I just did. We'll guarantee you a couple things. One, we will be honest with you of whether or not you're a good fit with us. If you are not a good fit, we will tell you that you're not a good fit and we will um, help to find a different solution for you that makes sense. Uh, And two, we will go through how we do what we do and why we do it. And if it makes sense for you, then we look at proceeding forward. And if it doesn't, we help you to to find a different advisor that might make more sense for you as well. At the end of the day, you getting to the person that that makes the most sense for you, you getting to the firm that works the best with you is the the most important thing. Uh, We can help you do that. By all means, reach out to us if you want to pursue that path further. Uh, And as always, please stick around for the next installment of Gimme Some Truth. We'll be back soon.
1: I mm-hmm. Advisory services are offered through Walkner-Condon Financial Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the states of Wisconsin and Texas. Clint Walkner, Nate Condon, Jonathan Jordan, and Mitch DeWitt are investment advisor representatives of Walkner-Condon. Guests on the podcast are not registered, and their participation in the podcast are limited to unregistered activities and will not be providing any advice that is investment related, nor should any comments that guests make should be construed as giving investment advice. Content should not be viewed as an offer to buy or sell any securities mentioned or as legal or tax advice. You should always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. Walkner Condon Financial Advisors LLC is not engaged in the practice of law. Whenever you invest, you are at risk of loss of principal as the market does fluctuate. Past performance is not indicative of future results. Purchases are subject to suitability. This requires a review of the investor's objective, risk tolerance, and time horizon. Investing always involves risk and possible loss of capital. Long-term care, estate planning, insurance products, and tax advice are not offered through Wachner-Condon Financial Advisors, LLC. Wachner-Condon works on a best efforts basis and does not guarantee any results. Past performance does not represent future results. Please see walknercondon.com for additional disclosures.